Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert, helping people to think, speak, and act positively through the many and varied challenges of life. My co-host for today is the amazing Tim Chim, my great friend and also fellow Napoleon Hill Foundation Certified Instructor. Tim, introduce yourself, please, before we introduce our amazing guest today. Well, thank you, Tom. My name is Timothy Chim. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation Certified Instructor, all state agency owners in Nanuet, Rockland County, New York, since 1987. And I am a survivor of the cruel and harsh Pol Pot regime in Cambodia. Just a reminder to myself, this year is the 40th year of my new life after escaping from Pol Pot that row in this month, May 1975. You can reach me at 845-624-2500 for all your insurance needs in New York. Or you can go to www.allstateagencies.com slash 021070. Tom, why don't you introduce our special guest for today's show? I will definitely do that, Tim. This is a very good friend of yours, and so I'm so blessed to be able to introduce our guest today. Our guest is Jackie Castagnol. She's the founder and president of Worldwide Community First Responder, uh, WCFR. She's a registered nurse with her master's degree in nursing education and postmaster's degree in nursing administration. As a result of her experience in preparing for and assisting with victims of the 2010 Haiti earthquake, Jackie founded WCFR to provide health education, first aid, and disaster preparedness training. She has presented locally, nationally, and internationally at nursing conferences about WCFR and its collaboration with other nonprofit organizations to improve global health outcomes. In addition, Jackie has presented at an international research congress regarding a disaster preparedness project that she initiated through WCFR in collaboration with the Haitian American Nurses Association. Uh, a nursing school in Haiti. She has been recognized with numerous distinguished awards for her community services. Uh, Jackie is also a nursing professor at Dominican College, a Rockland Community Emergency Response Team member, uh, and numerous other memberships. She's also, importantly, a founding member of the Greater Nanuit Chamber of Commerce, and recently, Jackie was honored as a rising star by the Rockland Economic Development Corporation at the organization's 30, 13th annual 40 Under 40 reception. Uh, she was also honored as the Safety Community Award winner by Volunteer New York at the organization's 35th annual Volunteer 
Spirit Awards Breakfast Benefit. Welcome to the show today, Jackie. Oh, thank you for having me. It is such a delight to have you, and I don't think Tim or I will be winning any 40 under 40 awards anytime. (laughs) (laughs) We're well past that. (laughs) But what an amazing career. It sounds like your whole life has been devoted to serving and giving and helping others, and then also... As someone who's been in the hospital 40 times, I am a huge fan of nurses. Nurses run hospitals, not doctors. And so I love your focus on the nursing. Yeah, thank you. I mean, nursing is um, is a very giving profession. So uh, I'm very fortunate to to, to be a nurse. So, um, And uh, it is a profession that, you know, they always rate it as the most um, uh, most liked and most um, reliable professional profession where people are, are trusted, most trusted profession. It's it's really, I'm really honored to be a nurse, I, I would say. Amazing. <laughs> I, I respect them so, so much. One of my very good friends, Judith Shemayan, is the president of the Worldwide Council of Nurses, and uh, so when I find out what nurses are doing around the world, it's so encouraging, and so congratulations. That is an amazing profession where you serve so many people. Now, Timmer, this is your uh, friend, your fellow Chamber of Commerce member, community member. Why don't you start with the first question? Oh, indeed, Tom. Thank you very much, Jackie. It is a remarkable, uh, impressive, and inspiring indeed, Jackie. What a great woman you are. And now uh, I am turning to you for, I think, this, this very first question. Jackie, these successes that you have had cannot happen overnight. You are just simply wonderful, and I think it must have something to do with your personal or family background. Let's go back to your childhood, Jackie. I wonder why you have such special gifts, not only that you are just a nice, beautiful, warm, as well as energetic. Tom, she is very energetic. I can't (laughs) tell you more than that. But you do have this incredible personality showing a very high level of caring and loving. Now, toward your family, friends, people, the society, and the whole world for that matter. Now, tell us a little bit about your childhood background. As a child, what did you want to be and to do when you grew up? Tim, for as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a nurse. Um, and and, and I, I say this because I remember even playing with, with dolls and, and playing nurse. <laughs> so I always wanted to be a nurse. Um, I never thought of being anything else but a nurse. So I, I in that way, I've been fortunate to always knowing what I wanted to be. Um, Other than that, um, most of my family members are in the medical field. I have a brother that's a doctor. Um, My aunt is a nurse. And multiple, multiple doctors and uh, nurses in the family. So I always looked up uh, the medical profession as a 
very rewarding profession, uh, as well as nursing is a rewarding profession. And when I said earlier that I'm honored to be a nurse, I really am. Um, so I, as a child, I always wanted to be a nurse and never look back, never look back. Wow, and that is somewhat rare. Not not many very young people know exactly what they want to do when they grow up, and that's something I I get asked about a lot because Napoleon Hill's number one principle is definiteness of purpose, and I get people of all ages, including some as old as Tim and I, asking <laughs> how to find, asking me to help them find out what their purpose in life is. So to find it when you're young and to stick with it, not change it every other day, that is that is unusual yeah. and quite rare and quite a blessing too. Yeah, I, I've been blessed. I can I can say that much. I've been blessed to to have always known what I wanted to be. And although I've done different things in the nursing profession, um, I always knew this is this this is where I want to be. And <laughs> this where, this is where I've been. <laughs> Right. You know, I, I graduated from high school when I was um, 16 years old, and um, from then, you know, it, it's been the medical field, always the medical field, and my pursuit in becoming a nurse, and always, um, and as nurses, we're lifelong learners, we're always mm-hmm. learning, so, you know, um, I'll talk a little bit more later about, you know, what my future uh, endeavors are in nursing. But um, as a child, always, always knew I wanted to be a nurse. Wow, that's amazing. And so along with uh, knowing your skills and talents and abilities and your purpose or goal in life, one of the other things that shapes a lot of people and where they learn so much is from their first job. And uh, so that's so important, the things that you learn in your first job. What, what was your first job, and, and what did you learn from that? Well, um, my f- very first job was uh, I, I worked as a home health aide. Um, so as a home health aide, you're helping um, mostly, it was mostly elderly people in the home. Um, so as a home health aide, I felt like I was very limited, so what I learned was that I knew I had to go back to school and and, and learn more and be able to do more because uh, as a home home health aide, you're very very limited to what you can do. You're under um, a nurse, obviously, and um, you you can't do much. You can't uh, do assessments. You can't um, uh, give medication. You can't. It, it was very limited, and then I learned. I said, you know, and and throughout my life, I've I've felt that way, um, and and you know, throughout nursing, I always felt like it could always learn more to do more. So nice, mm-hmm. and so many people at their first job, the one thing they do learn, like you, from their first job is, well, I got to get more education so I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> 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 and uh, although it was very helpful, and, and it you were serving others, which is kind of what you wanted to do, but so limited in the service you could provide. And sometimes that's the best thing you can learn uh, from your first job is that, geez, I need to get more education so I don't have to do this. 
<laughs> Tim, what about uh, you? Get the next one, Tim. You get the well, next one. Oh well, let me share you a little bit of. Uh, let me share you a little bit about my first job in the United States. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, yes. I was a I was a dishwasher and cleaner in a Thai restaurant in Manhattan, New York, Chinatown. Oh, well, I goodness. made about I made about dollar and fifty cents per hour, Jackie. That was oh, because I didn't. I, I, I did not s- say that I made that low. Of a, <laughs> I was hourly rate. You know? that, that was because wow. I didn't speak any English. I only speak uh, Cambodian or Khmer and Thai. So I worked until one o'clock past midnight, and then walked back and forth about three miles and to uh, and from the restaurant. So what I learned was one thing, though. I was. I don't know if I was ashamed or not, but I was so excited to see the very first couple well-dressed Cambodians coming to eat at the restaurant, right? So I was so excited. While I was pulling out a garbage bag to put it on the sidewalk, I respectfully said hello to them in my language. And, and the two gentlemen just looked at each other, smirking, and refused to talk to me. Now, a lesson that I learned was that it was a big mistake to stick my face up as a dishwasher. But as for you, I know you got a different uh, uh, story there, Jackie. But Jackie, the turning point of my own uh, career was when I, from reading a book, that was the turning point of my life as well, was from reading a book called Think and Grow Rich by Dr. Napoleon Hill. That book had given me a direction where to go, how and when to get what I wanted. Now, I love that book. Tom knows it and still have the original copy that I bought. It's like dilapidated now, Tom. <laughs> oh, wow. Years, years ago, uh, still reading it as, as if it's my personal mantra. What about you, though, Jackie? What was the turning point in well, your career? Um, I, my, I've had several turning points, but the biggest one, I think, um, was um, in 2007. Um, I took advantage of another educational opportunity when I was mm-hmm. laid off from uh, my nursing position at Passac Valley Hospital. Uh, for most, this experience would have resulted in a total devastation, but for me, it meant uh, a forced re-entry into the academic world. So then I wasted no time enrolling for my long overdue master's degree um, in nursing administration. That was my turning point because then I uh, went again, education always has been big to me and to my family. So it was always uh, um, going back to school and learning more and be able to do more and um, uh, having more choices. So, you know, I've had different turning points. That was my biggest turning point, but my most of my turning points have always been um, involved with education, me going back to school and, and having more doors open for me. So that nice. was my turning point. Very good, very good. Now, uh, along with our upbringing and our first job, and turning points, one of the other things that really 
makes a life or helps us in our life is the decisions we make. And so what is the toughest decision that you ever had to make and how did you go about on deciding on that decision? Well, my my toughest um and, and career decision I would say was to shift from nursing administration to mostly nursing education. Uh, you know, when when I completed my master's degree, um, I worked as a director of nursing at a home care agency, and I, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. I worked under a president that believed in in uh, regularly firing people, and guess Ooh. who had to do it? <laughs> Guess who had to do it? Oh, <laughs> you had to do it. Oh. Yeah, so I was miserable, and and I and a friend told me, why don't you try out teaching nursing? So I started teaching nursing at Healing Full College of Nursing, where I originally gotten my associate degree years ago. Um, so since then, I've gone back to school, got my postmaster in nursing education. So then I have the knowledge of teaching nurses, um, and um, today I teach uh, uh, nursing here at the Dumkin College, and I teach uh, at a school in um, in Haiti at Epsil, Faculty de Sciences Leogan, um, and I, I really love it. I still do somewhat administration work, especially with the nonprofit I started. But um, education is really my 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 focus. That was a shift, and that was a difficult decision to make. But you know why? Because um, the money is not the same. <laughs> you <laughs> so much more money administration than you do in uh, nursing education. But um, my passion really is more in nursing education, and um, I, I feel more. At home, uh, it, it, there was, there's something more uh, to educating people and sharing your knowledge um, than to uh, firing people. <laughs> or, no. uh, yeah. yeah, so it's it's it, that was the decision I had to make, and it, it was a hard decision because it, it involved a, a big, big um, um, decrease in my income. <laughs> Right. But there's a lesson there for people as well. Pursue your passion instead of pursuing money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always and I always say it, uh, I say to my students, my nursing students, um pursue or or follow your passion and success will follow. And and if right. work for me, it could work for others because when you're happy, you do more. You'll do more. Right. So I always tell them, follow your passion and success will follow. So. Nice. I like wow. that. Now, I, before Tim gets to the next question, I want to ask you about being a founding member of the Nanuet Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I guess women are quite involved in chambers of commerce, but how do you become a founding member? And well, how did um, you enjoy being a Vice President, uh, it's quite an accomplishment. Oh yeah, and 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 you know I have to um, actually say kudos to to um, Tim because Tim was our very first um, president, 
of uh, the nano, the Greater Nano Chamber of Commerce. Um, we we're both fi- uh, founders. Um, all the board members are founding board members, and we all uh, were very uh, passionate about this mission of improving the businesses in um, Nanwet. I'm gonna tap. I'm gonna tap my shoulder a little bit here. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jackie. Well, you should. Well, you should because nobody, nobody would step up and do it, and you did it. So you, you deserve it, Tim. And I always tell them. I always tell them. Um, we're still involved at, at the chamber, but uh, we, we, we're no longer vice president or president. But. Um, it's 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 really to see something grow. There's nothing like it to see something grow and 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 become more and sustainable and and becoming uh, more well known for what they do we do and so forth. Um, it's there's nothing else like feeling uh, that 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 success. So yes, I am a founding member of the the chamber. Um, I'm just one person, uh, and uh, we have about how many? Fifteen uh, uh, founding members, and we're all board members. We're there. We were a lot of it's, it's volunteer work. It's a lot of volunteer hours, and and you know, and it's it's hard to deal with some people sometimes. You know, <laughs> you know, it's 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 hard, but you know, you do it for the community. You don't do it for this person or that person. You do it for the community, for for the betterment of the community, and um and businesses and so forth. Because this is the Nano Chamber of Commerce, um after all. So and um, didn't you have some travel. success last year? Didn't you have the governor speak last year or the year before? Did I see that? Oh, oh! Did you see something about me with the governor? <laughs> <laughs> did he speak All right. last year? Are you doing a lot of research on me? <laughs> well, um, I've I've met with the governor a couple of times with regards to disaster preparedness and so forth. He is. Um, he, one of his interests is to um, get people uh, disaster prepared, you know, because uh, you never know when a, a disaster would happen, um, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody should be prepared for for a disaster. Everybody should know what you're doing in case of emergency. So, um, yeah, I have a few pictures with the um, Governor Cuomo, our governor here in New York, and um, that, that's what it's mostly about. Um, um, you know, getting people disaster prepared. Wow, that's quite an honor meeting yeah, with the governor. Yeah, it is. It is. Or like it's an honor for the governor to meet with you, I should say. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> oh, I Nicely guess. put, yeah. Thomas. <laughs> he was very blessed to uh, meet you. Uh, all right. Now, Tim, you get the next one. Ask her about the worldwide community. We got oh, yeah, yeah, farm. yeah. Now, now. Ask her about her organization yet. Yeah, now, 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 uh, Jackie, now the biggest question. I think it is the main event for today's show. It is about WCFR. 
Now, I have seen you go from office to office, store to store, looking for help, donations, fundraising, and other things. Uh, you know, I I'm, I'm really do admire you for do work so hard for that organization. Can you please tell us about this wonderful organization and that is so dear to you? Yes, I, I am the proud founder and president of WCFR, um, Worldwide Community First Responder. Um, we are a nonprofit 501c3 uh, organization, and um, WCFR was created in 2011 with a mission to prevent deaths worldwide through education and training. Uh, again, we are a diverse group of volunteers. Again, I'm like uh, volunteer of the year, right? Um, and we provide health education, first aid, and disaster preparedness training free of charge. We believe at WCFR that everyone should know what to do in case of emergency and that nobody should die because they needed first aid and didn't get it. Now, imagine having a loved one die because no one around knew how to give first aid. In, two, in 2011, August 2011, I joined a group of healthcare, professional, healthcare professionals um, in a mission to train the people of Gungwaz in Haiti, uh, first aid and first response. During one of my uh, teaching sessions, one of the participants stood up and stated, if we knew what you're teaching us right now, fewer people would die during the earthquake. Now, this always gives me goosebumps because it touched me deeply. This was uh, the most uh, meaningful moment of my mission to Haiti. And I, I knew then, I knew then that I, I must continue doing more of this type of of life-saving work. So after this experience, a fire awakened inside of me and led me to create WCFR. For the past four years, WCFR initiated over 30 health-related projects in the United States and in Haiti to empower individuals and in their own communities and save lives. Um, I, I, I couldn't have done it alone. Um, so um, my family and friends have been very supportive, and businesses, especially in Nanwet, uh, Allstate, uh, Tim, <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for all your support. But uh, you know, uh, You're welcome. Our, our supporters' inspiration has encouraged us to to again follow our passion, knowing that success will follow. And um, although WCFR is currently focused on the United States and Haiti, our long-term goal is to cover the entire globe. Now, this is a big, big, big um, uh, vision that we have, but uh, um, here the United States and Haiti is only our beginning. So um, thanks to all our volunteers. I know you see me going door to door, Tim, uh, trying to find help, but, you know, I always find help. And um, it's, it's because of people like you and, and, um, and others that we could do what we do. Um, and, and we do it uh, because we're passionate about our mission to prevent deaths worldwide through education and training. 
So WCFR is my passion. If you ask that, WCFR is my passion. I I love that we're able to train anybody um, anywhere um, to know the basic, basic first aid and first response um, and um, health education to to be better um, in making decisions, um, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, with health or or um, whether it is with um, um, providing first aid. So um, WCFR again is my passion. I don't know how how to say it no more, but this is this is this is what gives me goosebumps, and this is what gets me going, and this is why I go door to door, Tim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have any other uh, question, Tom, uh, to her? Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the end, what we are after in life, a lot of us, is happiness, satisfaction, knowing that we made a contribution and we used our skills, talents, and abilities to the best that we could. What do you think in the future is going to bring you the most happiness and satisfaction for your life? Well, first, you know, education is always um, one of the, you know, priority, I would say, in my life. So um, to complete my Ph.D. in nursing leadership and education would be um, something that would bring um, um, happiness to, and satisfaction, satisfaction in my future um, and that um, WCFR to be, a, to be huge and, and have a grant to provide services locally and abroad, um, you know, this is what we work for every day, uh, our team at WCFR, and we, we'd love to improve what we do and get more um, help. Um, so, you know, that those are the two things. Two things is to to be able to finish my PhD and to see WCFR even more successful than it is right now. Mm, amazing. And you sound like you're very passionate about it. So uh, it's obviously something you're going to be able to pursue until your last breath and love every second of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a big fan, Jackie, of books. Tim and I are big readers of books. And so I wonder if you have a specific book that really impacted your life and don't make it be a nursing book that physiology of the brain or something <laughs> that is complicated like that is there anything that you recommend that ooh, wow this will really help with your thinking or your attitude or your approach to life are there books like that that you uh, recommend or enjoy well, I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say that there's one specific book, and I know that, you know, some of us do have that, but every book that has a life story that right. where where you could see where people came from and where they are today and what are the future, the, the future goals, sto- videos, stories like Tim's story, that is amazing, Tim. From where where you came from. Oh, thank you. you. Hey, 
that that what you know and and that's what i would uh, always um tell my students to to look into that and say you know what he did it i could do it too so uh, no specific books but i've read a lot of books and that's that's my interest you know i always see what where people were before and where where they are today and what did they do and again what your show is all about the journey to success so um I, you know that's that's always inspires me and i always uh encourage my students to read about these and because nursing school is hard nursing school is hard and i always tell them you know keep it up and you know i tell them my story and 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 you know more uh, you know stories that it looks like people would never make it, but they've made it. They've made it. Right. And they can right. And that's yeah. what inspires me as well. When I'm really sore and stiff and, like, sick and tired of being sore and stiff, I always go to the stories of people who have had way worse circumstances. I think, well, at least I'm not dim. <laughs> you know, I had to go through what he did or... Or I uh, interviewed, we've interviewed for Journey to Success, three people born without arms and legs. And sometimes I'll think, well, you know, that guy would be happy to have a pain in his wrist or his fingers or any other joint that he doesn't have. And so you're so right. By reading the stories of people who overcame great obstacles, you know that you can go on and push on and accomplish your goals. If that person can do it with the circumstances they had, then surely I can do it as well. And that's often what some of those stories generate in people, the feeling that, hey, if they can do it, I can do what I'm going through as well too. Yeah. Well, you think my story is amazing. Wait until you hear some part of Tom's story. I was at his home, and the way that he lived, the way that he moved, the way that he talked, the way that he smiled. The guy's like, he smiles always, but he tells me that it hurts every time he smiles, but he does it anyway. (laughs) You have to wait to hear his story. He he is amazing, amazing, uh, amazing person indeed, uh, Tom. If I have have a a, uh, pain in my head, my heart, my any parts of my body, I I would just think about him. I say, well, you know, at least it's not that bad. I, I haven't had gone to 40 times in the hospital or many times of operations. Tom's story, too, is a learning, learning from adversity, we called it. And you know, it was like I know one your story, Tim, but I, I don't know your story, Tom. Can you tell me a little bit about your story? Well, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when I was five. It affects every oh, wow. joint in my body, everything from my jaw down to my toes. I've been in hospital about 40 times. I've had four hips replaced, four knees replaced, two shoulders replaced. Most of my other joints don't move very much or don't move at all. They're totally fused. And 24-7 now for 46 years, I've had pain throughout my body. And yet... I always answer amazing when asked how I'm doing, but mostly well, that amazing is is to remind myself that I have so many blessings that I shouldn't be focusing on my pain and aches. 
Yeah, because you know what? I oh, and I always uh, tell people that too. It could always be worse. Yes, <laughs> that's I, right. I that it could be. It could always be worse. Right now, here's a little uh, comparison of Canada and the U.S., which you know, Americans don't always like to hear. But I've been in hospital 40 <laughs> times, and in Canada, because of universal health care, the cost has always been the same, zero. Yeah. And so uh, it's nice to be able to be sick without having to worry about poverty at the same time. Right, right. See, that's that's one thing that you could say that you could always be. A, you could probably be in, in the United States and not be able to pay your, your for your uh, medical expenses. Right, but right. That's you know, you know, it's it's stories like this, you know. And and talking to you, I would have never known that you're in pain. And I am a right. Nurse. I try never to tell people. It just reminds reminds myself that I'm in pain, so I don't want to be talking about it. Now, Jackie, unfortunately, we went through the whole interview, and we didn't give people the website. But WCFOWorldwide.org. WCFOWorldwide.org. And and we're... Yeah, and we're having a walk coming up um, next Saturday, um, Walk for Health, our fourth annual Walk for Health. It's a lot of fun. People come out and and walk, and um, it it will be at the Eugene Levy Park. If people want to know more information about this, please visit us at WCFORWorldwide.org. We are very, very um, active um, on Facebook and Twitter, people could check us out and and know about more about what we do and and if they want to get involved. This is great because we need all the help that we can get. Um, again, the the website is wcforworldwide.org, and and we're looking to make our our fourth annual walk the biggest walk ever. Uh, we're going to do it again at the Eugene Levy Park. Um, in Pomona, New York, and we'll be there from 10 to 2, and people could come at different times uh, every hour and walk. We're, gonna, we're doing it in collaboration with Westchester Pride uh, Volleyball uh, Club, which we did last year. We do it again, and you know, the team comes out and they do a volleyball tournament and they walk with us and, um, you know, we have water, we give out water, they get a T-shirt. It's $20, by the way, $20 a donation. Get a T-shirt, water, give out, uh, uh, give out. Um, um, last year we did Zumaton, a Zumaton with that. It's a lot of fun and people come out and talk to people and, and uh, get information get information on health. Again, um, this year we we're going to provide information or increase awareness of cystic fibrosis, which is a very debilitating um, um, disease. Um, if you need more information, again, come join us, have fun. And we're always looking for sponsors. <laughs> again, check out our website, wcforworldwide.org. And, and we look forward to having um, this event and making it the biggest, biggest e- event that we ever had. 
We have some great sponsors. We have uh, White World Ferrari Maserati as one of our sponsors. Ferrari Maserati? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yes. This is our second (laughs) year in a row where they're they're sponsoring our our event, and, you know, we're very uh, fortunate to have them. South Mountain Studios, which is a graphic designing um, 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 business they're sponsoring. We have three major sponsors, and Obilo Pediatric Associate is our three third one. Um, so very, very fortunate, and and we look forward to people coming out and having fun and walk around. Don't forget have... me. Don't forget me. Oh no! Oh no! You you in? Uh, you in? You in? And uh, you know, we have a long list. We have. Let me let me say them. Your uh, uh, you all say Tim. Chem Agency Inc. Um, from Nanwet Alon's uh, Family Chiropractic, um, um, Augustine Pediatric, uh, Bomb of Gilead Medical <clears throat> Office, uh, Candid Photos and Videos, uh, Law Office of uh, Brian and Kelly, um, LaCorp wow. Income Tax, and uh, today's event. And we have like multiple other organiza- uh, businesses that give us, you know, raffle items and stuff. But um, uh, we very- you have knocked on a lot of doors, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. And, and get all with those that, and with be- that beautiful smile, nobody's going to say no. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm very blessed to have a, a very welcoming type of. Uh, uh, personality, so you know, I, you know, people always need, you know, tend to talk to me. So I'm, you know, I'm very, I'm very blessed for that. So thank you, Tim, and thank you for it's been what uh, four years, and and Tim has always, always um, helped us with our walk and and sponsored it. Um, so we're very, very um, um, fortunate to have um, Allstate uh, Tim Chim Agency Inc. Um, uh, sponsored this year, and, and all the other sponsors that that are sponsoring our event. So come out, come out, and have fun with us, and um, learn a little bit about how to improve your health. And and um, you know, we'll have food, water, usually bananas, bagels, and stuff. And, well, uh, I never, uh, I never participate in these nonprofit walks for obvious reasons, but I'm yeah, nominating know, but... Tim to walk in my place. <laughs> yeah, but still, I, I, you I, walk I, the full, you walk the full course, Tim. I owe Jackie one big thing, which is the CPR, learning how to do CPR. I haven't completed no, that. Oh, I know, which is, no. uh, you know, you and Roe, your daughter. Uh, we're supposed to do a, a training for the family, the, the Tim family. <laughs> so we're right. still waiting on you guys, you know. We, All right. Fortunate. <laughs> we were fortunate to get some uh, mannequins, um, nine mannequins, <laughs> which is, which is Very awesome. Good. Um, get out there and practice, Tim. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's, let's do it, Tim. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, uh, Jackie, for being on the show today. Your heart and your time and your thoughts are so much devoted to service and helping others. Uh, It is very encouraging when you hear that because not everybody uh, has that same focus of service and helping others and volunteering 
And it is really, really nice to hear from people who are doing as much as you are to really help their community and the world. Thank mm. you. Thank you. I have to say thank you to Tim for inviting me, and thank you, Tom, for uh, interviewing me with Tim. And um, uh, this, this, I know it's um, it's an honor to be on your show because, especially of the name of your show. And um, mm. thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, it has been Thank a you. great pleasure indeed to to chat with you all, uh, Tom and Jackie. And again, we're going to end this call because uh, that's all the time we have. And I'm Timothy Chim, co-hosting along with my great friend, the amazing Tom Tall Cunningham. Don't forget, don't forget, if you have a story to tell, share it here on Journey to Success Radio Network. Right, Tom? Right, exactly. Right. And yes. make sure you go to www.wcfrworldwide.org. If you don't, I'm going to come after you. So make sure to go to that website. <laughs> okay. Thanks, right, Jackie. Guys. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Have a great Jackie. day. Thanks, Tom. You too. You too. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at TomTooTall.com for details.